like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Works of Faith. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Going your Bible to the book of James Brown. I'm James. James chapter 2. The second chapter of the book of James, verses 17 and 18. When you get there, say, I have it. Today I'm going to be talking about the works of faith. The works of faith. How do you know you have it? What are you doing with it? In the book of James, chapter 2, verses 17 and 18, you'll find these words. Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. The works of faith. It's very important that we all understand that real faith. Somebody say real faith. Now you got to remember everything that's real, it has a fake part that's disassociated with it, but it presents itself as being the real deal. But in order for the real deal of faith or anything else, a real $20 bill, uh, will expose a counterfeit. That's, that's the way that God set his system up. And God said, let there be light. And God saw that the light was good. So whatever God has is true. Whatever the enemy has is pseudo, is fake. So we got a lot of folk running around here today talking about they got faith in God. Well, you see now, you got to understand something about the phrasing of the word faith. Because if you were to ask the average person, what is your faith? Oh, I'm a Methodist. Oh, yeah. I'm a Catholic. That's, that's what they say, and that's what they equate to their faith as being. Uh, I'm a Baptist. That's my faith. But that's not what the Bible is addressing here. The Bible is addressing real faith. And real faith is accompanied by real works. Okay? Now, this is the tricky part. If a person says that I got works 
and has no faith, then his stuff is still void. If a person says, I have faith, but I don't have no works, his stuff is void. Counterfeit. So real faith is accompanied by real works. If there are no works, then that faith, as it relates to that individual, is not real. If there are works and no faith, then the works don't mean anything because they are not done in faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, so when we talk about the works of faith, we're talking about the individual who really has faith and is doing the appropriate thing with the faith that he has. If a person says that I have faith, then anyone ought to be able to say to that individual, well, then show me your works. Well, I don't go to church. I don't tithe. I don't witness. I don't treat people the way I want to be treated. You are fake. There's something wrong with you. Because here James tells us, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. And so it is when the spirit and the soul leaves the body, that body is dead. It can't walk, it can't talk, it can't breathe, it can't do anything because what? The spirit and the soul has departed, so that body is dead. So the body of truth that we say that we are running around here with, and we have no works to back up what we say, then we're just talking. So faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Now the tricky part is this. If a person says, I'm a seven-day Adventist, and I go to church uh, on a Saturday, and I have works, and I go in on Friday so that by 6 o'clock on Friday, I'm in my house by the Sabbath day. Okay, that's what a person says. And, 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 and I'm doing all my works, and I'm at the Salvation Army, and I'm feeding people for Thanksgiving, and I'm, I'm giving the shirt off my back and all that. That can't save you. Amen. For we are saved by grace through faith. And that grace and faith is not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, listen, and not of works, lest any man should boast. And we're going to take a look at Abraham before we leave. And we're going to see that Abraham faith had faith, but he also had works. So if we say that we have faith and we don't have no works to back up our mouth, then we're just lying. That's, that's what it amounts to. Okay. So again, James 2 and 17, even so faith. If it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yeah, a man may say that you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. Show me your faith without your works. You say you have faith, show me what you're doing with it. Take me to that place where it's working for you. If, if you can't take me to the place where it's working for you, then that means that you can't prove it. Mm 
And if you can't prove it, then all things being equal in this context is not real. Person can jump, shout, scream, turn over the pews in the church and, and say, God done taught me. And, and, and I just went out under the spirit. Okay, you do that every Sunday. I want to go to finance and know whether or not you are tither. That's what it comes down to. See, pe people don't like real talk in these strange days. They got all that faith to go to Walmart, but not to come to church. And they have no idea how much of an affront and an offense that is to Almighty God. God is offended by that. So we have to understand that all this talking and no works to back it up. No Bible works to back it up. That's a hypocrite. All right. Verse 18. Yea, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show you. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show thee my faith by my works. I'll show you my faith by my works. Now where there's financing. Is here. That's what I, that's what I brought. And, and if it's faith and love, that's, that's what I brought. I'm not perfect. I'm still growing. None of us are perfect. But you ought to have, listen, if I rushed upon you and you sitting at your kitchen counter eating a honey bun and you put the last piece in your mouth because you think I want some, don't you think it ought to be at least a crumb on the counter? <laughs> don't you think it ought to be some evidence that you have been eating something sweet? There need to be some proof. Tell your neighbor, you need to prove it. Okay, now, now, now watch this. When, when, we, when we talk about showing faith, drop down to verse 20, James 2. But wilt thou know, O vain, empty man, that faith without works is dead? Okay, now, won't, don't you know this? That faith without corresponding action is graveyard dead. So as we talk about the works of faith, there are some things that should accompany faith. Now about it, these three, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. But show me your faith. Show me your faith without your works. It's impossible. Now if you want to show me all this work that you've done and you don't have faith in God, all that work anyway is going to be destroyed. And then not only that, we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace. And we're to be careful to maintain good works. Abraham is utilized here as an example. But before we get there, no, I need to go on the way I'm here. Okay, verse 21, we're going to take a look at Abraham's works. Because there's people always trying to put a pit Peter against Paul. You know, Paul said this. You know, well, Peter said that. Let me, let me save you some time. This Bible never contradicts itself. Amen. Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So if they had a different message to convey, as Peter did, Peter was the apostle to the Gentiles. Paul was a Jew. But also, he was uh, the apostle to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. 
So Paul says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, and not of works, lest any man should boast. And then some smart songwriter said, if salvation was something that money could buy, the rich would live, and the poor would die. Just like the situation right here in Shreveport. A lot of white folk getting vaccinated. I don't know why they're doing it. Because they say that it doesn't affect them. This is supposed to be a black folk disease. So they're lying because they works. They're doing the opposite of what they say they believe. So, so, so Abraham here, going back up to verse 20, but without no old vain man or empty man, that faith without works is dead? That's a question. Don't you know that faith without works is dead? What does that mean? You're just talking. You're just talking. And James wants to know, don't you know this man? All the talk you doing. And you don't even take care of your family. You don't even pay your taxes. But you're a deacon at the church. You know, not here. I'm just, that's just an illustration. <laughs> Let's look at our father Abraham. Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When he had offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar. Now we got another word introduced to us right here through the Holy Ghost. Justification. To be justified is to be declared righteous. Right? So, so now, now, now we are seeing how Abraham believed God. And it was put onto his account for righteousness. Righteousness is justification. So when God called Abram out of Ur of the Chaldees and told him what he needed to do and where he needed to go and get out of your father's house and all this, now watch this. If Abraham, Abraham could have still been sitting there in his father's house after all these years, then what we have written about Abraham would not have happened because Abraham would not have done anything. So you say God called you to preach. We can't get you to come to school. You, 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 say, you say, but you spent all that money on clothes. It's something wrong. And I tell you what it is. What's wrong with this generation is that people got game. And no substance. If you love God, somewhere it ought to show up. So when we talk about being justified or declared righteous, now you remember, you and I were born in sin. And we were shaping in iniquity. And we did no work for redemption. None. For we say by grace through faith. Am I right about it? So the works of faith says to me and to whomever has ears to hear it, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that he died for your sins and my sins and our sins according to the scriptures 
and that he was buried and that God raised Jesus up from the dead the third day with all power in heaven and earth in his hand and declared that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now watch this. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, that's a faith grace thing. Faith grace mercy thing. Which means then that no one, even the Jew, as well as the Gentile, because there are only three classes of people in the earth realm today. I didn't say nationality. I said classes. Now, when you get on an airplane to go from here to Cedar Grove, then you already know. You either in first class or you in coach. By the time you buckle in, you can unbuckle because you're going to be in Cedar Grove. <laughs> you know that. This is what I'm saying. Jesus paid it all. Amen. All to him, I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. So when a person, faith comes out by hearing, not having heard. Because I haven't heard part of Hearing is the Holy Ghost bringing back to our remembrance what we heard. Amen. So you can't be hurting and hearing at the same time. Right. No more than you say you believe, but then you have no works to show that you do. So if the Muslim guy says, Jesus is just a good fellow, I can't call on him to save me, then you cannot be saved. Neither can you be justified. Because the works you're doing by selling bean pies and wearing bow ties. Huh? So whatever work you're doing is not going to redeem you because Christ did the work that God wanted done for the redemption of mankind. Amen. You got it? Yeah. So then, verse 21, James 2. Was not Abraham our father? Our father he ain't just somebody out there in the woods. He's our father. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works? And by works was faith made perfect? So that tells me then that faith can be perfected if in my life I do what God is telling me to do along the way. I can't live all my life in one day. I can't live all my life in 20 years. It's a growth process. And God is telling everybody in here and those that are listening something. You were born a baby. You were not born with a, a mouthful of teeth, a Cadillac, and driver's license. So at some point in your life, as you grew and accepted responsibility and did some things, proved that you had some sense. Now, we come to biblical sense and spiritual sense. We had a mind of Christ. So my mama, my daddy, all the folk in my family are Gentiles. Everybody, Jews, Mexican, whoever they are, are Gentiles. 
our challenge as believers is to get God's word to them as it relates to redemption. Sitting up teaching a heathen how to tithe, you wasting time. But here's the point. When we believed in our heart, and see, to believe is to receive. So it takes more than believing. See, because believing and faith are not the same. Believing and faith are not the same thing. It's the same coin, but it's a different side. I have a bow dollar here. Eighteen ninety. I think this is eighteen ninety eight. This bow dollar. This is the head, Liberty on it. This is the back. It has an eagle on it. Faith and belief are not the same. It's the same coin, but it's not the same thing. Whereas faith is a head. Faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. What we say we believe, we receive. That's the back of it. So if I say that I believe and I have no works, then I don't believe. If I have all these works and have not accepted Jesus, then I just got a whole lot of works that's going to be burned up and can't save me in the end. Because God's focal point, and when we talk about God's focal point, is on faith. And Jesus said, I come to seek and to save that which was lost. So God's main thing is that everybody would be saved. Because God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So if a man hears about Jesus and says, I don't believe it, then what he didn't believe, he didn't receive. See, we, we need to understand that believing and receiving are one and the same. But you can't prove it, and you can prove it only by what you do after you say you believe. Case in point, somebody stand up and they say, uh, do you take this man? Yeah. You take this woman? Yeah. And they go and live in one house together for the next 30 years. Then people say, that's okay, because they said that, you know, they love one another. They, they, their words got them married. But if you were to go in, inside the house, you probably couldn't tell it the way they treat one another. So to believe is to receive. If I say, look, there's a spider, on your, there's a spider right there on your, on your shoulder. If you don't believe me, you know what to say? So what? Some of y'all will jump out of your sandals. You know, oh, spider where? <laughs> See, because what you believe, you receive. You got it? Okay. So Abraham just... Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Now, now you have to be, be careful when you're dealing with God because when God shows up, he's asking you for the thing that's closest to your heart to give it to him. That's, that's what he's asking for. The closest thing to your heart, give that to me. Now, whether you're a widow out there with your son picking up sticks and you only got a handful of meal, the man of God shows up and say, make me a cake first. 
Okay, Jesus is the first fruit of those that slept. So God sent him first to redeem us. He's the first, only, last one, never, ever will be again another Jesus Christ. So God gave his heart to us. So when it came to Abraham, see, you, you, have, to, you have to watch this, even with the rich young ruler. The Lord looked at that young man and said, you know what? I love you, bro, man. But that stuff that I gave you has become a God to you. So because you, you, you ran me down, you want to know what must you do so that you can obtain eternal life. Jesus said, I want to flip the script. You got a God in your life and it ain't me. It's your stuff. So get that stuff away. Go, 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 go sell it and then give to the poor. And the young man went away sorrowful. When you're on your last leg and can't seem to get your head up off that pillar, God said, get up and go to church. He always requires what's closest to our heart to be given to him. Today's message, The Works of Faith, FC3023, FC3023, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. the trouble all over the world. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.